Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Carl Hutchinson Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Hutchinson. Happy New Year. Hope you've had a great one. I'm actually recording this New Year's Eve. This is coming live. Well, not live. Christ, what are you talking about, Carl? This is coming pre-recorded from the Customs House in South Shields. I'm actually in dressing room two, as we speak, upstairs. So downstairs was Jason Cook, Lou Conran and Eddie Brimson. We're all about to do a big... New Year's Eve show, so that's going to be fun. I know Deliso's coming, he's going to be closing as well, so that Britain's Got Talent, Deliso. So, obviously, I haven't had a chance, you know, the house, I'm, I'm, I haven't been away, I haven't been in hotels where I would normally record this, so I've had to just get here early at the Customs House and, and record it. So, if it sounds a bit different, if you can hear, you know, maybe people, well, I'm right next to the auditorium, so if you hear people, uh, that that's, there's not a lot I can do about that, but I'm pretty, I've been told that the equipment's good enough where you'll not, you know, I shouldn't pick anything up, I've turned the speakers off and everything, so I'm just here within dressing room two within the set of Aladdin, so I'm, I'm sat right next to a, a big, a big bra that looks like it's been through the ringer, which it probably has, because we're at the end of the run, but nevertheless, thank you to the Customs House for um, accommodating me, being able to record it. I haven't asked them, but I assume it's all right. It's fine. It'll be fine. So what have I been up to? I uh, I went to go and see... <laughs> I went to the Sage last night. Uh, well, it's, it's called the Glass House now in Gateshead to go and see, you know, the, the orchestral... It was the Royal Northern Sinfonia doing James Bond music. You know, when they the get the orchestra out to do all the, the music and... Yeah, I went to that last night. It was my dad's present, actually. So it it wouldn't have been the thing that I'd normally do. About three or four months ago, my mate Kettle, he said, he sent a text to everyone saying, does anyone want to go to this? It's, you know, it's the the orchestra playing James Bond music. You know, like, all that. And I I was at my mum and dad's at the time, and I just thought, I can't think of anything worse to go to. I was like, that sounds absolutely dreadful. Like, no, I don't <laughs> I don't want to go to that. But I said it in front of me dad. And before I got a chance to say that sounds absolutely dreadful, I don't want to go to that. He said, Oh, that sounds 
that sounds fantastic. That where the plane? When the when the plane? Like, so that ended up being his present. So I got him two tickets for that. And when I told him, he said, "Oh, great!" Like I thought he was gonna. I got him two tickets, so you know, me mom and dad could go, or you could take a mate or or brother. And he blessed me. Just went. So when when we're going again? I was like, "Oh, right." And I didn't have the. So I was like, "It's it's December thirtieth. That's when we're going. We're going to the." <laughs> so I went. But I don't know. I mean, because I've heard that they do that for loads of other films as well. But do you not just think like you not just think like orchestras have figured it out that most of us are absolutely thick as fuck, like the whole country's thick as fuck, <laughs> and we're doing. <laughs> you know, we're not going to go to the ballet or the opera, so they've got to <laughs> they've got to dumb down and start doing fucking James Bond and <laughs> Star Wars and that Home Alone. And the thing is, they don't. They don't <laughs> And they just go like there is no there's no civilization left. We've just gotta do the fucking score from James Bond and call it culture. That's the thing. It's like they don't even show any the any part of the movies or they don't show any part of the film as well. I thought the whole point is if it's a score, it's to accompany the imagery. You know, it's it's not like going to the ballet or the opera. It's literally just the music from James Bond. It's it's culture for people who aren't cultured, really. And I'm not cultured, but I don't make a habit of pretending that I am either about going to fucking sage and about James Bond. <laughs> it's just, it's just, yes. Honestly, everyone was sat there; they were taking it so seriously as well. I know it's their thing, and I went to a, a party not too far from where I'm recording this right now. It's like the next pub along in South Shields, and it was a WrestleMania 30 party, and we're all dressed up as wrestlers. I was dressed up as Razor Ramon. Me, uh, comedian Steph Petty was. Vader, Anth Young came as the big boss man, his mate Belly came as Bray Wyatt, and I remember people at the bar, like the two blokes came in, it was all people dressed up as wrestlers watching WrestleMania 30 at like midnight through to 4am, and there were two people at the bar who had no idea, though I just couldn't believe that it was open late and having a drink and that on a Sunday, and I remember they were like fucking ripping the piss out of us, so I never want to be like that to the, the James Bond people, that was funny actually, there was didn't realise that the, the card machine had broke in, in this pub, so at like 2am, me and Steph Petty had to drive to the Asda in South Shields, dressed as fucking Vader and Riz Ramon. <laughs> it's like the Batman and Robin sketch from Only Fools and Horses. So I'd never want to be that for somebody else, you know, but it was just so silly, man, honestly. It was just... It's just everyone's, oh, that was good. That was good. What was that? Moonraker, was it? Yeah, that's, oh, that's very... That's a good one. Yeah, just... I just thought, how angry do you reckon the people are who perform in the orchestra? You know, that's like, you've spent your whole life, like, playing the instrument, whatever instrument you're playing. I, don't, I can't actually, I'm that stupid, I can't actually name any instruments. But you've spent your whole life playing the, I don't know, I'd say the trombone or something. And is trombone even in an orchestra? I'd probably, probably not. Right? The cymbals, that's all I know, right? But you've spent your whole life doing it yeah and then you've got to perform in front of fucking uncultured twats like me who can't even name a musical instrument because they're there watching james bond do you know what i mean <laughs> like it's just you've you know mom and dad have saved they've, they've they've you know they've worked overtime they've worked weekends they've sacrificed just so you can play fucking james bond you know you've you've used tchaikovsky and beethoven you know that's that's been your that's been your mantle ever since you were a child and then you've got to go and you've got to go and do fucking E.T. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Fucking Back to the Future. For a bunch of fucking idiots. 
<laughs> I'd be fuming. I'd be fuming. But I went with me dad. And you know what? Me dad loved it, so that's all that matters, obviously. But, oh, I, I, right, I wanna, I'll want i tell you everything. The, do you know, but there were actually grown men there wearing tuxedos as well. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Taking it so seriously. You would have thought they were at the valley or the offer. You're watching fucking James Bond. Do you know how silly you look? Do you know how silly? Just like a, people going around in tuxedos, like it's anything. Like, like how? Like, okay, I don't get it. Okay, I'm sorry. I do. And this comes from somebody who dressed as Razor Ramon, right? I, you, so I kind of understand it. But and, and you know what? Now that I'm saying this out loud, I kind of get how that guy who was taking the mick out of us at WrestleMania 30 felt as well. Look, look, look at that clip of all of this. But you know what? I was respectful. I was I was, I was, was part of their night. They weren't part of my night. So I didn't you know, I didn't show myself up or anything. I just got really drunk. But two hours, man. Two hours if you've never seen a James Bond. Jesus Christ. That's the thing as well. I've never seen. So it was like it was like the time when I went to the pictures with my mates when we were about 15 and I went and watched... The Matrix 3, having never watched The Matrix 1 or 2 and just didn't understand any of it. Didn't get it. Didn't get it. And why, why did I see that? Because I had a cinema pass. That's why. So objectively, it, it was obviously a tremendous performance. It was a great performance. The singers were great. The conductor was fantastic. He held the night together. You know, the that everybody in the orchestra, the Sinfonia, sorry, was, was, was wonderful. It, it was great. 10 out of 10, 5 stars, anything you like, objectively. Subjectively, it was silly. It was very silly. I found the whole thing to be very silly. The whole concept, silly. <laughs> James, dun, 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 dun. Oh, very good. Yes, very good, very good. <laughs> Shoes on the other foot, Carl. If it was a film that you like, that you go to, uh, that you like, that you've seen loads, like, would you go and see it for Home Alone? Or would you go and see it for Back to the Future? Yes. In fact, I think I would. I think I would even watch it if there weren't even showing parts of the film as well. I think I would go just to... But again, it's just... It's an accompaniment. You don't just... you know. Obviously, the, I assume they don't have the rights to play James Bond. That's why. But I, I don't know. I don't know. So I'll tell you about the day leading up to it as well. Because I kind of spoiled... I think I spoiled the guy next to us. I felt bad for that. I still do. But <laughs> so... I thought I had a little bit more time than I did. So while I was making chicken fajitas before we went out. So I said to Sophie, I was like, right, I'll stop making the fajitas at about half four because I was going to get the Metro. Because, um, oh, yeah, the ticket said free Metro travel as well. I was like, hey, you know, I'll have a bit of that. Been spending a bloody fortune on taxis going here, there and everywhere. I was like, right, I'll, have, I'll go on the free Metro. Great, fantastic. So I was going to get the 26 minutes past five. That was a weird way of saying it. Uh, the, the the 526 metro. So I was like, right, I'll make the fajitas at half past. I'll uh, stack the dishwasher as I go. Uh, uh, quality Sophie doesn't possess. <laughs> Shit hears if I said that. And uh, this was like a mean business making the tea as well. This wasn't like a relaxing, Lily's in bed, I'll make the tea. This was like a, you know, this was like a, I'm not even putting my headphones in to make the tea. There was no podcast in my ears. There was no beer in my hand as I made the tea. This was like a, just get the fucking tea made. It was a dinner. T- doesn't matter, right? Get, get the get the evening meal made and consumed. So I make it. Sophie's got half. Obviously, I leave the tortillas out, and I just leave the mixture in a bowl and a salsa in another bowl. The grated cheese in tin foil in another uh, bit. Am I leaving anything out there? The salsa, the fajitas, the yeah. So I make it. So all Sophie has to do is reheat the mixture and then wrap them. You don't want to ra- you don't want to reheat them when they're wrapped. That's mangy. It's gross. You get like a little soggy, soggy bottom. 
on the yeah, it's rank. It's fun when you get to listen to your podcast and have a beer in that or whatever you do to, to make your dinner. I, I'm touched that so many people will be listening to this while while you make your dinner. I, I think it's lovely, but you know, you make an event of it. I think especially especially when you've got a kid, you know, you, the, you don't have like a lot of solitary time. So being able to make dinner and just you know have a drink and but me and my wife we've got so because I've got Sophie on the podcasts because I've just listened to me wrestling podcasts so Sophie mainly listens to Shag Married Annoyed Parent in Hell so I had to get her onto headphones because she just used to play it around the house I kept thinking it was fucking Ramsey was in my house it was weird so I got her onto headphones but now we are both equally pissed off with each other if you try to talk to the other one while you've got, because you're like, me hands up, like I've got chicken hands, I'm, I'm chopping the chicken, I'm going to have to put this down, wash them, pause it, take them out, just what? Aye, man, aye. <laughs> this is how passive aggressive me and my wife have got now. We just, I said to her the other day, is, is there anything you want to say to us before I put my headphones in? That's a sign of a nice, <laughs> healthy relationship. And even if I make a face, you know, I can talk to Sophie and she goes, fuck off, man, I'm listening. Can you not say I'm listening? Can you not say I'm busy? If I said that, there'd be there'd be hell on. There really would. I thought of this phrase the other day. I might use it in my stand-up. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, I'm, I'm writing the new tour. I'm thinking about there's something in my wife speaks to me the way I would love to speak to my wife. Like, <laughs> it's just one rule for her and another one for me. Sophie, um, would you mind just telling us what time? Will you fuck off, man? Can you not say I'm making the di- If I said that, honestly, the, the, if I said that, I'd be living in dressing room two of the customs house right now. So I'm going to make the dinner at 4.30 and I actually did. You know what? I'll tell you, I'll tell you now. I did have a can because I was getting the metro so I didn't have to worry about driving or getting a taxi or anything like that. But then it was really cute because at 2.45 we were playing with Lily and she said something about sheep. Oh, yeah, that's right. So me, uh, Amy, my sister, got us a calendar of all the photos that we've taken of Lily and we've, you know, she's selected 12 of them and goes on to a calendar for the year. So she's done that the last two years. It's been great. So I'm showing Lily what the new pictures are. And she sees the sheep. Now, if you're not in the northeast, um, I know this is sound weird, but they've put like a load of, I think it's Sean the sheep. So they've put like a load of models of sheep. There were like something mad, like 14 sheeps all around Newcastle. And they were in various like museums, parks, and you would go around, get your picture taken with them. A good thing to do uh, with the kids. You know, hey, there's a sheep. Do you want a photo? Great. All that. Hancock Museum was where one of them. So I showed Sophie, um, Lily, where the, showed her a picture of the sheep. And she was like, sheep. We need to go find the sheep. I was like, oh, no, Lily, that's... Uh, cause she, there was one in Gosforth Shopping Centre. I was like, no, Lily, it's not there anymore. Remember, there's reindeers there now because there's two singing reindeers in place where the sheep was. So she was like, right, we'll go We'll go there. She's, like, she's just starting to talk, so it's really canny. So it was like, you know, Gosforth, it's only five minutes away in the car. So it was like, right, fuck it, we'll go. So we'll put with shoes on, put with jackets on, and we went there and we just danced to the reindeers for like an hour. It was great. You know what? Like, I don't want to come across all sentimental and boring and all that, but she's two and a half now. And this has been the first Christmas where it's like, it, it's felt like Christmas has lasted the full the full week. It's been lovely. Like, I really just, just having a kid just really does make things a lot more, but just more fun. It's more fun. And a lot more exciting because then I didn't have a lot a lot of time to, to get back, make me fajitas, eat me fajitas. Uh, you know, I was I was kind of against the clock now. I was meant to start at 4.30. I think I started at like 4.37. So that's a, it's a hell of a lot. You remember, you got to get in the metro. So I ended up eating one of the fajitas on the way to the metro, like an animal. Right, so fajitas, couple of drinks with the lads. It was me, Kettle, Andrew, and Aaron. That's weird calling them by the, the real... 
Kettle's always Kettle, but he's Jamie. So it's me, Kettle, Jamie, fucking hell. Me, Kettle, <laughs> Brownless, that's Andrew Brownless, and Ron, Aaron. So he just, he just got Ron. And then me dad as well. So we're having a few pints. Me dad's on double vodka, lemonade. So we know how that night's going to go as well. At the end of the night, he started getting double whiskeys for everyone. I was like, no thanks, dad. I'll wee the bed. So I'm sat and I'm sat. Me dad sat to the left of us and this guy sat to the right of us. And he's got and this guy to the right of us has got this tuxedo on, and <laughs> it, it, this is around about half seven, and the fajitas and the beer starts you know wanting to come out in some form or fashion, let's say, and I'm trying my best to like I, I felt like I was like I am not I'm not breaking wind. It, this is a very serious event. We are we are here to listen to the to the good songs of 007, and we are here. <laughs> He had to watch them be performed in what is a very overly civilized manner. This man next to me has got a tuxedo as he's probably been looking forward to this his whole fucking life. I'm not I don't wanna I'm trying to be very respectful. I'm trying to hold in me far. And I don't know how it happened, but it seemed to just travel upwards and it wanted to come out as a burp. Like a burp. not immediately, you know what I mean? I thought I got rid of it. I was I was patting myself on the back in my head. Got to about seven forty five. I was like, this needs to come out as a burp. So I was like, right. Okay, I can, I can do that. You know, I can... So I'll, I'll let one out. Just like a tiny little... Just like a... <gasps> one of those... Imagine me whole lips are sealed. And just... Just the... The the end bit. Just a bit... Just the... If you're if you if you're going to do a smile, just pick one side of your mouth. And it's just, just a tiny little bit in the top corner. You just... And I thought I got away with it. But then... I smelt me own chicken fajita burp and you know it's manky you know it's manky if you can smell your own it's normally you can't smell it and everyone else thinks it's manky but when you can smell it you know it's doubly triply manky <laughs> so this guy he sat there with the fucking he's got the program on as well he's got he sat holding the program <laughs> so he knows which song's coming next <laughs> Oh god! And I'm just burping all over him for Christmas. <laughs> so, because I noticed he kind of like arched his shoulders back, and uh, he, he seemed a bit ruffled. So I was like, okay, well I can't let that one out. So then I I, I kept my mouth shut for the second burp. I, I burped the guy burped twice. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm a horror in theatre, as you know. You know, one time I... I'll get back to him, all right? You know, one time I got a... I went to go and see the Book of Mormons at the Empire Theatre in Sunderland, and it was a matinee show, and me and Sophie went, and... We went and got some drinks beforehand, and, and we could bring... You couldn't bring the drinks in the stage last night, but you could bring drinks in for the the Empire Theatre, for the Book of Mormons. And the seats were so close together. I remember, I've got two pints, Sophie's got two wines, and you're so fucking close. You're like, sorry, sorry, bap, bap. Like, oh, pardon me. Yeah, the... And I remember, I just... I tripped, and I spilled half my pints down this guy's back who was in front of... <laughs> Which is still, I find hilarious, right? You've got to look, You look, you've got to find it funny. You can't not, and I can speak from experience because I was at a function once. It was my girlfriend at the time. I was going down south a lot. I can't remember where it was exactly. I was like, I want to say Dorkin area or something. But it was a big family get-together. And so it was my girlfriend at the time. It was her mate's boyfriend, Marcus. And he had, like, he had two brothers. So he was like one of... One of three brothers. And during that night, it was somebody's, you know, 30th or whatever. During that night, Marcus spilled the drink on us and everyone laughed because it's funny. It's just somebody spills a drink on you, it's funny. And then later on, Marcus's brother spilled a drink on us as well. And everyone was like, eh, he's a brother's and he's got the same guy. Like, fun. And even I'm finding that fun. And then later on, the third brother, thus completing the set. So all three brothers in the same night. Spilt the drink on us, and it's fucking hilarious, man. You can't not find it hilarious. You just go, yep, that's me. I'm the arsehole tonight, clearly. The universe thinks I've got a bit of bad luck due. Anyone else need a drink thrown? Send them this way. So, yeah, book of moments. So, you know, one one drink, and you didn't look too pleased. You, you know when somebody just, like, very quickly turns around, like, frowning. I was like, sorry, mate, sorry. And then he didn't say anything. He didn't, he didn't say it's okay, it happens. He didn't laugh it off, which is why I feel really bad that... During the interval, I did the same fucking thing. <laughs> oh, God, I'm a menace. I'm an absolute menace. So, yeah, so he didn't see the funny side of it either. So, right, second burp, okay. Stay with us, second burp. So I let this second burp out just through my nose. So I keep my mouth shut, my mouth shut, and I'm like, I'm almost biting my lips shut so that nothing comes out. So it has to come... Do you know, it's like, it's, you say it through the nose, but it's not, is it? It's like 85% through the nose, and I don't know how, but 15% through your eyes. And you, know, you feel you feel a little bit, it doesn't have to be even, it doesn't have to be 7.5 each eye. Just it's some way, it's just a bit of it. You Fucking hell, I'm burping out my eyes. I'm burping out my eyes. That's never been said before, I don't think. Let's write that down. That could be a bit of stand-up, couldn't it? Burping out my eyes. This is it, folks. I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel now. Possible stand-up ideas. Burping out the eyes. Come see Carl Hutchinson's next show. Burping out the eyes. Burping out the eyes. Burping out 
the eyes. You sit in my car outside your house. Why I can feel the heat coming around. Go to my arm around you and you hear me I look like I'm way out of bounds. Sick of tired of you setting me. Alright, so so yeah, so I burped out my nose and partially through my eyes. And at that point, he just looked at us. Like I've never been told off in a more emphatic fashion than just an angry man trying to just have a nice quiet night, watch a bit of James Bond with the orchestra, with the symphony <laughs> in a in a fucking tuxedo. Just a <laughs> <laughs> a grown man in a tuxedo and the poor fucker's just getting burped all over to the point where in the interval and I've got to commend him for this he just pulled us to one side he said look I'm not trying to start anything no, I was like, <laughs> I was like well, what's going to happen like are you going to fucking put us in one of them what's going to happen you're going to fucking break me neck like one of the bad guys he's like I'm not starting something I don't know if that was a burp or a pump but please don't do that again and I went I am so sorry I, I was like I'm, I'm so sorry <laughs> So, so in the interval, in the second half, me dad was sat next to him. So like, if I'm going to burp on someone, dad, I'll burp on you. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, you should have seen the flock of men run into the bathroom for for the interval as well. The, 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 the closed on Skyfall, I swear to God, it was prostate fall for the interval. So, to the point where the queue was so big, by the time me and my dad, we ended up last in the queue for the drinks. By the time we got with drinks, it was time to fucking go in again. So it was a, that was a bit of a, a catastrophe, but that was nobody's fault, but we're on for needing such a big piss for having so many drinks before, before the interval. Oh, the conductor was good value as well. He's, um, you know, because we had side on, we were like on the, on the row above, so it was like perfect. You were like head height with with the the orchestra, so you could see everything that was going on, and then you could just see the conductor absolutely going for it. But I've never I'd never seen this before. But I didn't realize that the conductor's got like a little barrier, like a little metal barrier, almost like something you'd see in a supermarket. You, your trolley would go against the barrier. You get told off if you lent on it. But this so this guy had the this thing behind him. I guess it's like if you get carried away, so you don't just fucking just. just backslide straight off onto the floor. So that was fun. I didn't realise I had that. So, that. so that's what I learned. I learned the conductors have got, like, the barrier and Moonraker as well. Apparently there was a James Bond that was set in space, which sounds fucking stupid as well. Just, you know, but fine. And, you know, it's it's the it's the glass house. It's it's the sage. It's, it's you know, it's an orchestra. So I, I'm not, I'm out my depth. I don't know. And I could, this is when I realised, this is when I realised that everybody else was out the depth because nobody knew how to act. You know, you don't know if you do wear a tux to wear your to wear your shorts. You don't know whether to burp all over somebody or not. You don't know what to do. So at the end of every song, everyone was apparently you're not meant to say a song as well. My dad corrected us on that. I can't remember what it's called, but I'm going to say a song. But at the end, everyone was just very respectfully like like the ballet or the up just <laughs> to the point where in the middle of the first half, I think the conductor turned around and went, "Well, you're a bit of a quiet crowd," like almost telling me off, and I was like. All right, well, you know, fucking conduct your arse off and get a better response. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, right? But how many, do you know how many times I'd love to admonish a fucking crowd? Do you know how many times I'd love to go to some fucking art centre and go, hey, you lot are a bunch of jerks, lighten up, eh? That's on you. The, the perform- ah, that was astonished. Honestly, conductors, man, you don't, you don't know how good you've bloody got it. Try dying on you. I wish, I wish I could tell people when I was dying on me, yeah. Yeah, fucking 
Southport. I'm dying on me arse, you know. <laughs> you might not find this funny, but I'm funny everywhere else. <laughs> so I'd wrote a couple of notes on my phone. I was like, right, I definitely want to mention that everyone's wearing a tuxedo. And I definitely want to mention that I've, that I've been burping all over this guy as well. So at the end of the show, we sat finishing with drinks that we couldn't take in the performance. We sat having them. And some some woman just came over to us and she just like very, ever so slightly just went, Loving the podcast. And I went, oh, thanks very much. You know, that's very kind. And then I'm pointing to my phone, which is in my pocket. So it looks like I'm just pointing at my knob. And I just went, this is going in the next one. So if, if I, obviously you listen, because you said loving the podcast. If that's you, and because I realized you didn't say anything back to us after that point, I just want to say I'm, I wasn't pointing at my knob. I was trying to tell you that I was writing something down for this and it was going in my phone. So I'm very sorry if that was uh, not the reaction you were expecting when you paid such a went out of your way to pay such a lovely compliment so thank you very much and sorry and if i burped on you i can only apologize so overall what was the experience like you know let's let's again look at it objectively you know the building was great the lights that you used were fantastic the the orchestra the symphonia was amazing i love the conductor i love that he got to tell the crowd off i thought that was fantastic the singers were great the singer there was about 40 percent of it was sung Sung, sanged, is it sanged? <laughs> I always get it wrong. Yeah, 40% of it was sanged. Let's go with that. It was sanged. And uh, yeah, so overall, it, it was great. Five stars, no complaints. The only, the only thing I've got against it is that it's James Bond, and you can't do that. You can't go to a James Bond night and fucking go, I was great, but I don't like James Bond, so zero stars. That's what a fucking idiot does. So actively, as somebody who doesn't like James... I don't know why I don't like the films, dude. It's just, it's just fucking girls and cars and boys and guns. It's just... It's a fucking point, man. But that aside, great night. So if you see it again, if it's coming to town, I'd, I'd recommend it. Just don't have any chicken feeders at 4.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, the thing is, it's like I wouldn't normally go to a... An orchestra, I wouldn't normally go to a symphonia. I wouldn't normally go to anything like that. But you know what? I went last night and it was absolutely brilliant. Just a little callback for the hardcores. Oh, I was walking to Wendy's the other day, so it's about a 15-minute walk. Yeah, it was it was boxing day, because I was going to I was going to pick the car up because I'd left the good had Christmas at Wendy's, so left the car there and all that. It was one of the houses, actually it was one of the streets. Um, adjacent to where Jason Cook lives, who's, you're going to hear him, I imagine you're going to hear him any any moment now. If not, then this is a bloody good microphone. Thanks again, Cy Beckwith. So I'm walking past one of the houses, and you know it's like a family doing the Boxing Day run now. You've had Christmas, you've got to go do it with the second family. And I just thought, like, could you imagine a worse way to start the day? Obviously, if you don't see your family too often, everybody's always apprehensive and all that, and you just hear, uh, oh, there it is, shall we put it on? I'll, I'll put the speakers on, two seconds. fucking skates on i'm on i'm on soon can't wait to go on the go on and go hey you're a fucking quiet crowd you bunch of cuds <laughs> so yeah so i'm walking past this street 
And it's just, you know, it's one family coming into another family's home. And you just hear, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. They're literally going through the door. And I just, I didn't hear, who, like, who it was, like, who there was it. But I just heard one bloke just say to someone, just go, hey, you're fat. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's how you need to start your boxing day. You're already, you know, you're already going to meet me. Shirt's probably fucking shrug. I've overeaten. I've overdragged. First of years, hey, you're fat. I'd love to know how the rest of that day went. I really would. Yeah, and we're talking at, at the dinner table. This was uh, this was Christmas Day or Boxing Day, but Olivia, I was talking to Olivia. If you, I can't remember if you said you listened to the podcast or not. If if you listen to this, Olivia, hello. I thought this was very funny. You said uh, that some of your mates, because Olivia lives in in uh, Norwich, or might be Norwich or London, but some of our London mates. Anyway, some of our London mates. Let's go with. I wasn't listening too well. I was having a couple of drinks. Her mates, their knowledge is only based on, like, Geordie Shaw. So when they come up to Newcastle, like, they only came up for, like, a visit once, and the place they wanted to go was Bijou. And you think, well, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, if if, if that's something you've only ever seen on the telly, like, you'd, and it's a show that you enjoy, you'd be absolutely buzzing. You'd be like... And I thought, have I done something equivalent? Have I seen something, like, that's, like, really glamorous on TV that looks like, oh, I'd love to do that. I'd love to go there. And the only thing I could think of was, do you remember the Channel 4 documentary, The Chicken Shop? It was, and, now, and we got talking about this at the dinner table. It wasn't, it wasn't the guy going around in his school uniform calling everyone boss man. It wasn't him. This was like a, this was a, a, this was like a Channel 4 changing perceptions with Channel 4. Like one of those ones. And it was just the chicken shop for, for six episodes. It was great. I loved it. And I remember one time I'm in London and I've got something daft like six hours to kill. Obviously, I'm like just trying, doing tryout spots somewhere, so I haven't got a hotel or anything. So you're just there all day, and it's like, oh god, yeah. I don't, I, it must have been like a, you know, say if I was in Milton Keynes the night before, yeah, with a hotel, and then you've got to go do a show in London and get the train back. So then you've got all day, you know, you get out the hotel, Milton Keynes twelve, you get there, maybe he's in London for three, you've got nothing but time till seven. So I remember I looked up where that chicken shop was, and I walked, and it must have been about like a good. Four mile walk with me suitcase in in the sunshine. It was a summertime at the time, just to go and get like some monkey chicken and chips from a, a chicken shop that's been in the the documentary. So I think, I think whoever went to Bijou probably had a better experience than I did that day. But I mentioned Aaron as well that we went to the the 007 with. I said to Aaron, it reminded us of something that he said when he worked in Liverpool. He used to work in a bar in Liverpool. People were asking him for recommendations for where to go. I think that's the worst thing you get asked as well. Where, where's good? Like, people, oh, you're from Newcastle. Where's good in Newcastle? I go, I don't know, because I'm from here, so I don't, I don't go out. I'm a comedian. Like, I travel all the time. So when I'm home, I want to stay in. I couldn't tell you what's a good night out, what's a good restaurant or anything in Newcastle. Like, just I don't know, Five Guys. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a cultured man. I don't go to 007 fucking orchestras. Right? I'm not. I'm not that cultured. But. Somebody went to Aaron once, it was like the end of a night, it was kicking out time on a weekend. I'll never forget this, I thought it was funny as hell. Just this really pissed, horrible, seedy bloke just went to Aaron, he's like, hey lad, 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 come here, come here, come here, come here. And I'm going to do a word for word for how it was delivered to me from Aaron. He just went, whereabouts can I go now to find old slags? <laughs> What a horrible request. But every time I see Aaron, I always go, old slags. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Should all acquaintance be forgot and ha do 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 do
for old Ang Slags. Hey, just a very quick one. I've, this has been recorded. This little bit's been recorded New Year's Day. So the, the, the gig's already happened, uh, but the podcast isn't put out yet. You know, I woke up at like four in the morning and I just thought to myself, for old Ang Slags. Like, of course, it's it's much better if it's for old slags, eye. So, for what it's worth, I realised that. And I didn't want to put the episode out without you knowing that I thought of it at four in the morning. So, that that I'm pretty sure it's the end of the podcast as well. But let, let's get back to the what was recorded last night. Well, that's going to do it this week. I better get me, I better put me clothes on. I mean, I'm not doing this naked. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, <laughs> don't worry, people in dressing room too at the customs house. I'm not doing this naked. I better go put me stage clothes on, get ready, go do a set for New Year's Eve. I know you listen to this on the second, so I just want to say Happy New Year. I hope 2024 brings you everything that you would like it to bring. Thank you very, very much for listening, being on this Sound Like a Wanker journey so far. Uh, we're about 16 episodes in, and, and here's to 16 more and, and many more after that. So thank you very much have a wonderful 2024 and i'll see you next week selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work.